Hey, what's up, beautiful loves? It's your girl Monique from my date with destiny. And um, right now, well, I hope all of you had a great day on today. And right now, I just want to share with you three women from the Bible for Women's History Month. So we're continuing that on tonight. So let's get right into it. We just truly bless God for who he is. We thank him, you know, how he watched safe over us to keep us safe from all harm and danger us and our loved ones and our children and we just thank him for who he is and we say God you just be big in our lives and we thank you that you're able to do anything but fail oh God and you you meet all of our needs and we just worship adore and magnify your name because truly you alone is worthy to be praised and as always, I bless God for each and every one of you as well that um, always tunes into the podcast and also helps support the podcast. I would really appreciate it. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And so right now, let's highlight our first woman in the Bible for tonight, um, Rebecca. And her story is in Genesis 24 chapter 21 and that's um that's actually genesis chapter 24 verse 21 okay and it says without saying a word the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the lord had made his journey successful so rebecca who are you when no one is looking he prayed for a sign just a hint that this was the one the servant was on a mission from his master to find the perfect wife for Isaac Abraham's promised son Rebecca caught the man's eye by going the extra mile in common courtesy and offering him and his camels a drink by the well just what he was hoping to see a self caring woman Rebecca had the kind of inner beauty that radiated from her selfless nature and her purity as a virgin she was a true beauty inside and out the servant introduced Isaac to this genuine girl and they immediately married Rebecca's admirable kind nature took her from watering camels at the well to becoming a part of a family chosen by God to bless the world according to Genesis chapter 17 verse 16 but the story doesn't end there later in life Rebecca's inner beauty was again put to the test and this time she didn't do so well she and her younger and favorite son Jacob had double teamed Isaac in his old age to con him into giving her his blessing to Jacob instead of the older son who was supposed to go to Esau. Our reputation lies in who people think we are when they watch us from afar. However, character is who we really are, especially when no one is looking. Rebecca knew what it was like to win and lose in both arenas. She lived up to her selfless reputation one moment unaware anyone was looking however at another time she showed her entire family a different side of her character 
all together. Like Rebecca, we live in a watching world, seeing if we're real or if we're real or not, you know, looking for all the signs of our true nature. Are we one way at church, another way at work, another way at school, wherever we're at in life? You know, are we sweet? Are, are, are you sweet to your friend's parents while mistreating your own? You know, if others catch you in the right moment at the right time, what are they most likely to see? So a prayer that we can just say, you know, dear God, I want to I want to be like a like Rebecca when she had met the servant at the well. Not like her when she tricked her husband. Father, help us and help our reputation. Help us to match our reputation with our true character. We just want to do things as pleasing unto you, Lord. So help us in every area of our lives to stay true to, to you and stay true to ourselves even when we're in front of people and when we're not, God, because you know everything. So we just give everything over to you and thank you in advance, dear God, for you will help us in all areas of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, moving right along now, let's talk about Rahab. Okay, so... Her story is Joshua chapter 6 verses 25. But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belonged to her because she hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho. And she lives among the Israelites to this day. So Rahab, when we think about her, think about a second chance. Do you know Jessica? She failed algebra twice. There goes Dana, that girl who slept with all those guys last summer. Oh, don't sit next to Melinda. You know, she got busted for drugs. Those who become known by less than flattering credentials know the pain of being reduced to something less than a person. Jessica, the, the... the flunky Dana, the side chick, Melinda, the druggie, you know, Rahab, the prostitute. This was Rahab's whole identity in town of Jericho. She wasn't known as a person at all. They, they call her all horrible sorts of names. She, she was a thing prostitute until the day God gave her a new start that day started when Joshua sent two spies to scope out her hometown of Jericho and plan a strategy of attack however the king of Jericho was soon on to them and had them track down to Rahab's house Yet she had already safely hidden the spies on her rooftop. The spies rewarded her act of faith. When the Israelites captured the city, they followed through on their promise to rescue her and her family. Rahab's new life 
then began among the God followers. She was now Rahab, the great woman of faith. And you can look it up in Hebrews chapter 11 verses 31 and James chapter 2 verses 25. And she worshiped God and served him faithfully. She became not only the great grandmother of King David, but also one of Jesus' direct ancestors. According to Ruth 4 verses 18 through 21 and Matthew chapter 1 verses 5. You know, Rahab reminds us that behind every questionable reputation is someone who needs a second chance. We just can't write someone off as less than human, incapable of feeling the weight of, you know, whatever insults, you know. You you may know a Rahab, who knows? Or you may be even a Rahab. Rahab had a total change of heart that day, you know, when she encountered someone who knew God. As Rahab illustrates, if you just take one step of faith towards Jesus, just take that leap of faith, take that step of faith in him. Jesus always welcomes us into his big loving arms, welcome us into his family and gives us a brand new start that is so amazing to know so you know a prayer that we can just all say this dear jesus please forgive me for when i have kept you know girls like rahab at arm's length you know unwilling to show them your love thank you for for responding to to our cries oh god for a brand new start whenever we come to you Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name, the one who never, ever let us down. In Jesus' name, amen. And the last woman of the night we're going to speak on is Deborah. Okay, and Deborah is um, the book of Judges, chapter 4, verse 4. Deborah, a prophetess, was leading Israel at that time. So Deborah, she had the unique position of being a female leader in a guy's world. She led the nation of Israel during a time when women did not normally have leadership roles. Deborah was an example of true girl power. Throughout her time as a judge, she relied on God for her wisdom and prominence, not on her own strength. While Deborah was a judge, Israel had to go to battle against the cruel commander, Caesarea. Israel's judges not only ruled in court cases, but also led Israel military. Deborah summoned Barak to lead the Israel's army, but he refused to go to war without her. She agreed to go, but not before pointing out that his lack of courage would translate into greater fame for women According to Judges chapter 4 verse 9, Barak didn't care. He had observed Deborah's character and God's obvious favor upon her. And he wanted her with him at all costs. When it came to being a leader, Deborah had all the right moves. Deborah served like a girl. She ruled like a girl. She strategized like a girl, humbly, authoritatively, decisively. She didn't try to make a name for herself. She let God do that for her. 
When we're tempted to run for class office in order to promote our own popularity, then we would do well to remember Deborah's humility. She also used her girl power as a witness to others, leading the people in praise and worship after their victory. How many times do we think of giving God the credit for for our authority as if you're elected student body president or the team captain? You know, finally, her decisive strategy shines as an example of godly leadership. She used teamwork and shared the glory with her comrades. Don't try to do it yourself. You know, when it comes to, you know, being a student leader, others in your circle of influence might be the very people you need to help turn a good idea into something great. So, you know, a prayer that we could all just say is that, Dear God, thank you that I come from a, a long line of godly, wise women like Deborah. You know, even if, you know, we all have totally all different backgrounds, God, everybody have different backgrounds, you know, um, family backgrounds and probably, you know, a lot of us, God, we wouldn't have that example to, to look up to while some, some did, but God, we could turn to your word and look at the different women of the Bible that you, um, use God in a mighty special way because they humbly submit themselves to you and father, just help us to use our influence in our own circles to bring your name glory honor and praise we love you and thank you in jesus name amen all right beautiful loves and to all the ladies out there um that's it for tonight i'm gonna try to um continue again on this week you know um to finish out um some more women of the bible okay so check me out on the next podcast episode all right i love you guys stay blessed and uplifted smile jesus loves you over and out peace